I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Support. Curtis Fleming is there on the edge of the air. Fleming for That's Craig it. Hignett. Hit it, Higgy. Higgy hits the track. Abanelli coming alive again. Janino wants the ball played to him. Abanelli spots out. Hello and welcome to the Board Breakdown Podcast with me, Johnny and Dana. Uh, we're the Board Podcast that gives you all your Board Master Chatter in a podcast. And this show, it's on Matt Crooks and he's left the building. Our tree has departed. He's, you know, he's just, I can't talk. He's just gone. I'm so upset. Dana, you know, it all started last week. I know we've been really upset about it, but Michael Carrick did announce that uh, Matt Crooks has, has went to Real Salt Lake. It was announced just this week, of course, but two and a half years spell on side. He's gone for a million pounds. We signed him for a million pounds and also Rotherham supposedly have a 20% sell-on clause for Crooksy. But he did leave us a, a nice note then, which I think it's only right that you read out uh, given <laughs> your half, <laughs> you have a love for the tree. <laughs> yeah, and my tears fell onto my phone screen when I was reading this. It was written in true Crooksy fashion. He said, when first joining, I remember saying, it's Middlesbrough. And I haven't been disappointed. What a club. Only six months ago, I described this place as home and that will remain. But life is short and we only get one go at it. And to have the chance to experience football and life in another country with my family was one I was keen to take up. From the very first game, playing as a tricky right winger at Fulham away, right up to Chelsea in a domestic semi-final, I gave it my all. Under each manager came different challenges and plenty of positions, yet all provided me with memories which I'm sure I'll be able to look back on fondly. Reading at home, United away, Spurs at home, Chelsea at home. Fantastic. Good luck to everyone involved with the club for the rest of the season. I'm sure the lads and the staff will give everything till the season ends. He also says, aside from the football, I must place thanks to you all who have supported the Jordan Senate Foundation Trust from the minute I arrived. We've been able to raise incredible amounts of money together and I hope you continue to keep an eye on what we do. <laughs> this is the bit that got me. He goes, hair is fine, can't question it. Belters all the time, not sure. Up the borough tree. And it's funny, actually, well, because he only scored one belter for us, which was actually his, I think, second goal for us against QPR. That's the only belter that Matt Crooks ever scored for Millsborough Football Club. So rest in peace, or Carrick said. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say rest in peace. Crooksy Dazzle, it's a bit harsh. Um, <laughs> but I was going to say, you just probably left him there, haven't you? But that's right away. But I'm well done for getting through it because I know it's been an emotional uh, couple of days for you. So, how are you feeling then? I mean, obviously, deep down, you're not that bothered, but you're a bit upset when, you're a bit upset when he. Uh, when I he am left, bothered. Right? I am highly bothered. I'm going to hold a vigil for my Matt Crooks cutout. Uh, he's not going on the tree anymore because he's gone. Mm. I'd say he's he's leaving but yeah I was you know what I was gutted because with Crooks like he was my favorite borough player of this squad and to be honest the requirements for a favorite borough player they don't have to be the best footballer they just have to be really likable and I think that Crooks was effective you know I can't say that he didn't have any footballing ability because he did and we'll get on to what type of player he was for Borough soon but as a person as well, his off-field persona, his charitable efforts as well for the Jordan Sinnott Foundation, raising awareness for for epilepsy and um, British Sign Language. He was just a very, very likeable footballer and person. And so I am gutted. I still actually think he could have provided Borough with an impact to end the season because he was on track for having his best season in terms of goals and assists. So you can't say that Matt Crooks wasn't a successful signing for us. And I would even leap to the the degree of saying that he's probably one of the best signings that Borough have made in recent years. In terms of when he came in, I honestly thought that he would probably last at Borough as long as Neil Warnock did, because I just thought he was the, the Neil, Neil Warnock signing. Yeah, like when I looked at him towering over Warnock in, was it Plymouth? Yeah, it was Plymouth, was it? Or Cornwall for pre-season. I thought, God, this is such a Warnock signing. And actually, he outlasted Warnock at Borough and then some and really carved a good career for himself at this football club and will go down undoubtedly as a, a cult hero. So I'm gutted, but there's also the acceptance there that it probably was time and it's a different opportunity for him to go to the states and experience a different different type of lifestyle essentially so gutted but yeah kind of accepting of of the end yeah and look i think like this move had to happen now really i think with the it couldn't have waited to the summer obviously because mls season um is halfway through at that point and you know for me it's a it's, i think it's a good move for him more more than anything. I think, you know, if you get the fan, fan reactions as well from Borough fans, Danny Beamore says, it's a right time, but a good squad player and great human. Matt says, uh, you need players like him in the team, create a sense of community, whether or not his on-field performances match the criteria, he will certainly be missed. And then Craig says as well, for the effort he's put in, he seems generally a nice guy too, but he's got to do what's best for him and his family. And you know what? I agree with all of it, to be honest. I think it's just the right move for him. But also, I feel like you do need players like him in the dressing room. I think, you know, that, that camaraderie, someone who's a good leader. And also, like, a player who, for me, was just effective in moments. And it always felt like when we had it, when we needed a goal and Crooks was on the pitch, it always felt like Crooksy was going to score it. And mm. it, don't know, it, was always, it was always like that, but... He just seemed to be in the right place at the right time. And sometimes you can't really teach that. And for me, it's, it's going to be a miss. And you know where Borough are now in terms of squad building. I think we're fortunate we do have options when people are fit. But obviously, we do have a few injuries at the moment. So, again, it's going to be a bit of a miss, especially now You know when we've, we've not really played with a striker over the, the last couple of games. And Crooks, he could have helped uh, fill that void for now. But then what, you, what if, if you're a, a real Salt Lake fan and you're watching this right now and thinking, God, these two are fantastic. Um, apart from that, <laughs> what player <laughs> are, are they getting um, in the MLS? 
well, I mean, Crooks is six foot three, so you wouldn't be blamed for thinking you he's your. Yeah, yeah, he's the archetypal flick-on happy merchant, or you know, he's a prehistoric manager's wet dream. But I think to pigeonhole him as that would probably be doing him a bit of a disservice because he's a far better footballer than people give him credit for, even still to this day. You know, some of his chance creation for Borough over the years has been of really high quality, to be honest. I'm thinking his no-look assist for Duncan Watmore's goal in, was that Chris Wilder's first game, Huddersfield away? Really, really good assist. And then uh, a no Another no-look pass, actually. A reverse ball through for Akpom's goal away at Birmingham. He had set up Riley McGree wonderfully yeah. with a low cross against Cardiff and waited a perfectly placed ball for Cameron Archer over the top against Luton last season. And, you know, at times he can be a little bit clunky and sometimes he does look every bit at all fellow playing outfield. Um, yeah. And, of course, he isn't the quickest, but I've always appreciated his, his creative craft and his awareness for... For his teammates has always been really, really good, which has led to those really high quality moments in terms of chance creation. And he actually has a poacher's instinct as well to, you know, if you get the ball into the box, Matt Crooks really comes alive. And I think we missed him actually against Bristol City because of that. Not to mention, actually, he had his best goal scoring record against Bristol City with five goals in seven appearances against them. But yeah, he just comes alive in the box and he loves a, a goal mouth goal, does Crooks. So I think you're getting someone that, you know, don't look at his frame and his build and think that he is the type of player that is going to be really good in the air because, to be honest, he's not that type of player. I think that he was an absolute dream for us, to be honest, um, in terms of basically the, the money that we spent on him, the fact he came from Rotherham, he did such a good job for us over the years and, and I'm going to miss him a lot. Yeah, and you know, I think he's he's a player I think Borough fans will naturally miss because you know he's he's becoming or he pretty much was near a fan favourite. You know, I, I would yeah, say he was. With, uh, not not probably because of his technical ability. I think it's more or less I think just like you were saying at the start of the, the the show, he was just very warming, and I think it was very reflective on on T side, and people could just genuinely see a, a good person. And, and you know, in footballers as well, like I felt they should do more stuff like this, put themselves out in the limelight. You know, we get to know them more on and off the pitch because it just helps, I think, build that connection with fans a lot more. I think he did that really well. And do you know what? He's played over 115 appearances now. Uh, well, it did for, for Borough with 23 goals and 15 assists. And you know what? There's one highlight for me, which I always uh, love about Cruxy, and it's, it's the goal at Man United, you know, where it, where the ref just goes. And it's VAR. I think, don't know what more. It's clear handball. And they go, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to give this. It's not going to It's not going to count. And then they're like, well, it is. And then, like he just runs <laughs> off and, and celebrates, so it's it's brilliant. I, I think it's a brilliant think, moment. I didn't think that was going to be given, so I, I can't put that down as my favorite, you know, because I didn't even celebrate it. And I think the Borough fans would be in the same boat as well. Some of them, whereby they also didn't celebrate it because they thought, surely, it's going to be disallowed. I mean, what a stupid rule it is, but we benefited from it, so who cares? Yeah. Well, what's what's your favorite moment then, uh, Dana, from uh, Bot the Tree? I think probably Reading at home when we were 1-0 down and Reading, to their credit, I know that they were struggling that season, but I think they defended pretty well. It's just that they're tired and then they got deeper and deeper and Jones stepped on them and I think he started to assert his dominance on the game and then Crooks obviously scored two goals to turn the game around. And that winner in particular, if you watch the game back in the highlights, you can see the camera pans over to, to Red Faction in the South Stand and it is 
it goes nuts. It really does. The camera's shaking all over the place because of just how transcendent that moment was. After that game, he came out, Red Faction was still in the South Stand for a period after the match. He came out and, you know, he was, um, I think he was basically doing the, the little choreo to, or Wilder said as it was, back then and celebrating with the fans I think that just strengthens the connection between a, a player but not just a player and, and the fans but a team and the fans because the fans know that they've got a player like Crooks that just gets it and I think that he absolutely did just get it so yeah I, I think that and also a shout out to the video diaries as well it's funny that he was saying to Stefan let's play yeah. soccer man and now he's going to play soccer himself over well, in the MLS well they're both in the MLS now aren't they yeah, um, they are, you know, yeah. yeah Stefan's at the Col- oh, Colorado I tell so, you what it's such a shame that he's not playing for Portland Timbers but why oh because the tree ah uh, yeah yeah, oh, yeah. They, they yeah. Have, uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure when they score they chop a tree the part of a tree down I'm pretty sure that I saw that at some point yeah <laughs> well they might they might try and run on the pitch and get him I think I think kind of like some of them what really I think if, if it was like one word to describe yeah, I would probably say tremendous, just because he was. Oh God! Um, <laughs> uh, Terrible. I think it was. Uh, it was, but he was a great signing for us. And I think you know, if if you rate the sign out of five for what he did and what he brought, you definitely put him put up in like the four out of five. I would say category, and like not as in terms of like super effective, constantly scoring goals, but I think it was just a really good signing for what we needed then. How he's progressed on different managers. And right now, it just felt like the right time probably for him to go. I was expecting him to probably go this summer, probably more than anything. I think he was linked with Ipswich. I think he was very close to joining Ipswich and didn't. So I think the right was always on the wall, I think, with, with Crooksy in the end. But he has gone. But Dan, if you could sum up uh, Crooksy in a word, what would it be? Probably incomparable. I think he's a the rare word. type of player. Yeah, he's he's such a rare player. And, and if we get someone of his ilk again in terms of the whole package on and off the pitch, then I think we'll be very lucky. Yeah, and you know what? I think we're going to have to change, obviously, all Carrick said, if, we, if we're going to continue with it. Maybe Hayden Hackney's hair is fine, I don't know. Like He's got, he's got fine <laughs> hair. And, and you know what? He he scored a couple, and he scored a couple of bellas as well as Hayden Hackney, so maybe it all aligns. But then I, I think it's only right we end this show with something that we put together uh, a few, probably last year, I think it was last year. <laughs> no, it was um, the year before, we, I think. Oh, yeah, before we were being delirious uh, in our messenger <laughs> chat. Um, this is crazy little thing called Crooks. It's not Crooks. It's just can't handle him, is it? It's not Crooks. He's six foot three and we call him the tree. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.